Riding Winners on Sky Sports Radio. Yeah, just try to try and find some winners. Of course, we're going to chat with Fred Hastings and also Tim Newbold shortly in regards to uh, well finding a winner for the uh, the harness and the greyhound uh, codes over the weekend in Sydney Town. And Fred, as I say, good morning to you, mate. Uh, we've got uh, some really good racing coming our way in New South Wales over the next couple of days in terms of harness, don't we? Absolutely. Uh, good morning to you, Dave, and hello, everybody. Yeah, look, tonight. Uh, there's a real good program at Newcastle. Of course, they're one week away from their flagship race, the Newcastle Mile, and uh, the excitement is palpable, given that uh, the mighty Lochinvarath is uh, pretty much uh, assured of being there on that race night, and that track record will be in danger. Um, he's using that as the pathway uh, it would appear to the Miracle Mile. And, uh, of course, Albury, they've got their uh, big program of racing uh uh, tonight, they've got the Tab Albury Paces Cup. Now, it's a small field, but a very select field, and it's a really uh, a, a race with only six runners, but certainly um, a race that uh, any one of the six uh, could win. It's a really good race, the, the Albury Paces Cup. They've got a good support card there, big night in the sun, Albury tonight, their Paces Cup, and as I said, Newcastle as well. And just a sidelight too, uh, Dave, Gloucester Park, they've got the four-year-old Gold Nugget. Now, the Gold Nugget, uh, as was the case with last week's Melton Tab Bonanza, or the Bonanza. Um, the Bonanza was taken out by Boots Electric. They've accepted the invitation. It's a qualifier for the chariots. So Boots Electric has accepted the invite. And it'll be interesting to see if we see the Boom Horse Magnificent Storm. Many good judges say he is the best four-year-old in the country. He's got a horror draw tonight in the Gold Nugget. But it'll be interesting if he was to win tonight. He also gets an invite. Whether they accept it, uh, coming across from the uh, the other side of the country is, you know, uh, you know to be determined. But uh, tonight, I guess, on some level, the uh, chariots puzzle will nearly be in place. And then tomorrow night's Menangle card with the running of the uh, the Paleface Adios, another qualifier, the uh, the puzzle will be complete by uh, tomorrow night. So it is exciting times, plenty happening in the world of harness racing. And obviously, uh, Menangle tomorrow will be the cynosure of all eyes. Um, because it's, it's a good support card to the, uh, the Paleface Adios at Group 2. We see Cash and Flow uh, racing in the second race, uh, Luke McCarthy driving. And, Dave, what about this? If, if Luke can win uh, just two races tomorrow, and bear in mind he drives the first three favourites tomorrow night, uh, if he can win two of them uh, on any, uh, or any of the races tomorrow, two wins take him to 2,700 Australian driving wins, and that's a, a marvellous personal milestone for Luke, who's won pretty much every race there is to win on the Australian harness racing calendar. Yeah, that's extraordinary, and they're really starting to uh, to hum along the McCarthy stable, aren't they? They've uh, had a little uh, a quiet patch there, but uh, now back in full swing, and it seems like um, yeah, they're just getting good quality in. Well, it's been it's been a building process, and and uh, they've they've managed to uh, bolster their stocks. They've they've dominated the fast class races with numbers over many weeks, uh, many months, you might even say. Uh, but at the same time, they've had those real good horses ticking over, like King of Swing, like Cash and Flow, like Alder Orlando, just to throw uh, three there. Um, and you know, Alder Orlando was huge in last week's uh, Hunter Cup behind uh, Lock and Varad. I thought King of Swing, um, and I posed the, the question on Twitter, you know, 
clearly if the barriers of Lochinvarad and King of Swing were reversed, um, it would have been a different race, whether the result would have uh, you know, changed whether you know, it would have uh, dented Lochinvarad's chances. But we'll never know. He he had a better draw than um, King of Swing. As a consequence, he got a lovely run through the back on the uh, back of the speedy out of Orlando and was in the firing line early. In contrast, out wide in the second row, King of Swing sort of got strung up in a bit of traffic and horses easing and looking for positions. And uh, initially had to go back before Luke sat outside Lochinvarad. As I said, we'll never know. Uh, if the barriers reverse, whether uh, the result would have been different. But certainly for my way of thinking, uh, Dave, King of Swing lost no cast in his performance last week. He, he, he was very, very strong. He battled away. A lesser horse, given the run he had, three deep early, breezing, a lesser horse would have dropped right out of the fight. But King of Swing was still punching away and finished third in that race. So, jeez. Uh, it's it, it's mouth-watering what lie ahead in the next couple of weeks because, uh, you know, the Miracle Mile is less than a month away now. The qualifiers are held on the 27th. Um, as I said, Newcastle have their qualifying race next week, the Newcastle Mile, and that appears the pathway that Lachlan Barad is going to take. What's your best uh, before we get into your quaddy? Uh, OK, the best tomorrow. It's in one of the quaddy legs, actually. Look, it's a horse I've had a, a lot of time for, Dave. Expensive Ego, speaking of Luke uh, and Belinda McCarthy, Expensive Ego uh, kicked off its career with David Thorne, um, changed stables for this campaign and has been very, very good. Went down to the Bonanza last week and was TKO'd uh, when a few horses made moves and he, he just got into bad trouble, galloped and dropped out and finished eighth. Um, for me, it was a forget run. He's back to his uh, happy hunting ground, which is Menangle. He's drawn barrier two. It's a good field, the Paleface Adios, but I think that the odds on offer at the moment about expensive ego, when you consider some of his wins, certainly against lesser company, um, he was running around at a dollar thirty and a dollar twenty. Um, I like the, the the black odds about him tomorrow at around the two fifty or thereabouts mark. Uh, expensive ego in race six. So I'm going to stick with him, uh, remembering that the first four in that pale face Adios, Dave. They're into the chariots next week. Um, and I guess that the, 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 uh, so the first four in last week's Hondo Grattan are in. The first four tomorrow in the pale face get in. We mentioned Boots Electric has accepted uh, his spot in the, uh, in the chariots, winning the Bonanza last week. So the final piece of the puzzle centres around who wins the gold nugget tonight. If the winner of that race does not come, it'll go back to whichever horse ran fifth in our qualifiers here at Menangle, based on uh, prize money won uh, for the season. And bear in mind the season's only six weeks old. Um, it, it'll be an interesting uh, scenario as to how that plays out. But at the moment, the first four in each of our qualifiers are in. The Bonanza winners in. We'll see who wins the nugget and whether they decide to accept. So that's how the chariots will play out for the final field for next week. Perfect. Uh, what about your quaddy, mate? Fly through mate, your quaddy for us. We'll rip through race one. Uh, uh, sorry, League one, race uh, race five. <laughs> <laughs> Getting excited, see? That's how excited I am. Uh, uh, I'm going to stick with Artemis. Uh, back from a spell, trialled okay recently, and Artemis, I think, is the on-top choice for me. Uh, obviously, Arma Naughty is worth considering. Seven Saucy Dreams, uh, the visitor, and number two, Miss Ruby Sunshine. A couple of the Queenslanders, uh, Chantel Turpin has brought a couple down. So three, eight, seven, two in League One. I touched on the uh, second league, the uh, pale face, expensive egos, my on-top choice and best. If you're throwing in others, you have to respect Pacifico Dream. Big last week in uh, in its run. Uh, one Kowalski analysis and number four, 
one change. I've gone two eleven one four in the second league. League three, smaller field. I've gone five on top. Uh, that's uh, outrageous sell. Uh, always thereabouts, getting on in uh, years, but the David Thorne team is flying and outrageous sell goes on top for me from my cha-ching, cha-ching. Uh, seven Thunder Dance, the speedy customer, and if they go silly early up front, double encounter can get home in the smallish field uh, over the top in the field of seven, and I've thrown him in as a chance. And the last uh, race, 2,300-metre uh, race, this is a race to get uh, the, uh, the three-year-old boys ready for uh, their... Uh, Derby Heats, of course the Derby Heats coming up uh, the week after next uh, Five on top, Tasty Delight He's been our dominant two-year-old into his three-year-old season now First up, he was good uh, He ain't fake and obviously uh, they had a great battle last time out One Lyrical Genius, which is named after you And number four, Roadrunner, which isn't named after me I've gone five six one four in the last league of the quaddy, but uh, for me the best bet is expensive ego, Dave, and it's a real absorbing weekend of harness racing, and it all kicks off tonight with the Albury Cup and of course the Newcastle meeting as well. So much for that, Fred. Uh, you have a wonderful weekend, mate, and enjoy. No, thank you, Dave. Same to you and to all our listeners. Let's take a break on finding winners. When we return, Tim Newbold is going to join us for a look at everything that's happening in greyhound racing over the weekend in New South Wales.